Don't call me Stacy. That's not my name. We gotta get the levels. What the fuck are you talking about? That's Fergie. The what? Fergie. For what? From Black Eyed Peas. You never heard that song? Wait, no, that's not her. I she... thought her name was Stacy, but then she was saying don't call her. I don't know. Man. No, she really made that song? I thought she did. Hold on, wait. I'm gonna Google that shit. Hold on, I gotta look that up. Wait. Wait. Did she really make that song? No, that couldn't be her. That would be bad. That would be bad if so. Well, find out. Wait. Hold on, wait. Nah, that's a different white chick, dude. Who did it? That's the Teen Teens is the name of the fucking group. Well, well, oh, whatever, man. See, that's just racist on your part. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah, jingling. <laughs> I still don't understand why any of that just happened. <laughs> I was uh, nothing. So he he I mean, hit record and made it seem like I should be quiet, no. and then moved his neck around like Stevie Wonder for thirty seconds, <laughs> and I just had to sit here like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, so I, I played last night, and we got free liquor and i'm really tired where was this at the stupid barrel so i'm basically is the name of it the stupid barrel just the regular barrel oh, the regular barrel you just call it stupid gotcha I'll just do yeah it. uh so i'm not used to this you know uh, being awake on a saturday usually we do this on what a thursday like yeah noon yeah we do it do it. we usually do it at like 11 30 or so like usually during the weekday but I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just be a huge dickhead, Joe Budden style, this whole time. Nah, man, don't, don't, don't. Please don't. Like it's, 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 it's well, I don't have a history with Joe Budden. That would be creepy to say, but I feel like if you've been online on Twitter specifically for a certain amount of years, then you've had an interaction with him in some way, form, or fashion. I am currently blocked on Twitter by Joe Budden. Because I believe some years ago, uh, whether it be two or three, I made comments about how I listen to Pump It Up on a regular regular basis to keep my chakra aligned. And he probably didn't take too kindly to it. Or he probably thought I was being sarcastic. But I really do actually listen to Pump It Up on a regular basis. It's one of my favorite songs. And he blocked me. But I do feel like sometimes... Especially uh, with the things that have been going on recently, like he can be a little bit excessive. It's, it's it's okay to have an opinion about certain things, especially if you're a fan of something or if you are passionate about something. But the way he comes off sometimes is a little bit scary to me. I like it. I think it's real funny. You 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 like the things he's saying, or do you like? The... I just like he has kind of a shitty attitude, and it's funny to me. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why people are mad when somebody's mad about something. Like mm-hmm. just ignore it, agree, disagree, think it's funny. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think people are a little too invested that somebody they don't know is rude to somebody else they don't know. Okay, I, I think some people get upset with the principle of the matter. It's just like, oh man, this person's an asshole. But I do agree with what you're saying that sometimes it does. If it doesn't apply, let it fly, and you have nothing to do with the situation. But that's so why I, I also feel it's very liberating. Like. If you just in an interview and you don't like it, just throw the mic down and walk away. Nah, nah, that's nah, beautiful. Nah, nah, that's that's. I don't think. I have a theory that they. Oh, know. I didn't watch that video you sent me. Oh no, nah, that's enlightening. Cool. Yeah, it might be. It might be. It might come up later. But I feel. I do feel like they know the the theatrics 
of the people that do the interviews, Joe Budden specifically, because he's been on Love and Hip Hop, like New York and whatever, and he's been out here and he's been hired by Complex like a while ago to do these things. And they know how he is. They know how he might approach certain topics. They know how he might talk about certain things. And I think they kind of count on that in order to keep things a little bit entertaining. Um, well, you saw the way that they 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 just played that snippet of the video. They're like, oh, hear the full story tomorrow at 9 o'clock, whatever it was. And like, I did. Come on, that shit is all, you know. Yeah. Not to say that it's completely staged, but they know what they're doing. They know what the fuck they're doing. Um, the, the, the fucking interviews have been a little bit volatile. Only two interviews that I can think of. The one with Amigos, that was like super interesting. Uh, and the one with Vic Mensa, where he just straight up called academics, DJ academics, a bitch. That was pretty humorous. That was that was really, really humorous. Um, I think he did it because, well, I know he did it because coming from a person, being a person coming from Chicago, he felt like the way the subject matter was approached in the media or in the videos or anything else that DJ Academics was posting online could have been better. And it looked like it was an exaggeration of sorts. It was like fantasizing the fact that the drill lifestyle is something to look forward to, like, like niggas getting shot up, niggas getting clapped, like all capitals, and it's like line after line after line, and it seemed like Vic Mensa was coming from a place of I've been around these people and I've been near these people, and people are dying, and you're dramatizing. That's the word I was looking for, I guess. What is actually going on without doing the proper research and putting your feet on the ground? Uh, the way he elaborated it was a little bit different, of course. Like this isn't verbatim, and I'm, in, I'm, I'm could be misinterpreting, but that's what it seemed like to me. And I think being a person from Chicago, I kind of related to what he was saying, you know, especially online when certain people are making uh, comments about visiting and hopefully not getting shot. If you don't know what the demographics are, the neighborhoods are or why these things are happening, then it's easy to make these comments and it's easy to laugh or have people in other. Well, you forget that there's real life people and and repercussions to this kind of behavior and mindset, you know, Mm -hmm. like. I think when you look at it strictly from a musical standpoint, it it just becomes like a, a game or something and a, a mm-hmm. persona. But like, this is real shit that people are doing. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what Vic Mensa was getting at. Yeah, precisely. It's not just music. It's not just you know. It's actual people losing their brothers, sisters, uh, family members, and whatnot. And also, the frustrating thing about it is that I was looking at the thread of comments after Vic Mensa, the, the video of Vic Mensa making these comments was released. And they, there were people that saw the DJ academics like headlines for these videos or whatever he was posting, uh, that was causing the problem. And there were individuals like, well, he's not lying though. He like, it is what it is. Like he not, he is he telling the truth? Like this is what's happening in Chicago. And it's people from like North Carolina and it's people right. from like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how the fuck would you know? How would you know? Like you see these things? Yes. But, on the news and whatnot, but you don't legitimately know the cause of or what's happening in the city. You just know what's presented to you, and it makes it easier to pass judgment, which is the gist of it, you know. And this is just coming from some someone who is from the city itself. I'm not in the streets, mind you. I'm not. I'm not a top street thug, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, a good I, reference. Yeah, it was cool. I feel pretty proud of that one. But I have some semblance, so I've seen a little bit of what's going on, so that's where it comes from for me. Oh, shit, we almost ten minutes in. Uh, this is another episode of Spit Sessions. They know what the fuck they're listening to, <laughs> shit. They had to click on it to get here. Of course, usually. Unless they subscribe, in which in which you more than likely should, it'll automatically download to your shit. So, um, 
Yeah, but that's what this is. It's just a force of habit. Just be like, yeah, I know you know what the fuck you're listening to, hopefully. Yeah, but if you have clicked this on accident, this is another episode of Spit Sessions. It's uh, the Lance and Reggie. We sit there kicking it, chilling. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, that was, that, so that whole thing was an introduction. That was kind of cool. That came straight from the heart. Did you feel it? Yeah. Did you feel it in the air tonight? Well, it's the daytime. But... It's, it is the daytime. Well, it's the afternoon, technically, but okay. All it's right. still the fucking daytime. The sun is out. You really going with this Joe Budden shit right what are you, now? Well, you trying to argue with me? Well, <laughs> it is one p.m. I was trying to be technical. You just, you just, Look, man, you, just, you, own you guys one. don't know. You cranky. Delancey has different size than him. Man, he came to my house saying he was going to rob my roommate and talking all this shit. First and foremost, when we was just trying to get the grill started to cook some ribs. First and foremost, I didn't say I was going to. I was asking a hypothetical question. I asked your roommate. I was like. What would you what would you do if I just robbed you? He, and then he automatically got gully. It was like, you're gonna get your motherfucking ass beat, that's what's gonna happen. And I was like, I didn't say I was, like, I'm just asking what would that, what would the situation be? He was like, You can't rob me. I was like, it would be kinda easy to like rob you. Like, but I'm just saying. And I was like joking around, but shit got serious. I'm not I'm not I already broke into your house. I'm not gonna take anything See, on the so way out. I does anybody else think it's normal to just go around being like, well, I could rob you if I could, and then expecting no sort of repercussions off of that? I'm expecting repercussions. Maybe I'm doing it from a place of love and support. Maybe I want to be like, hey, you should be careful. Maybe you should lock these things up because someone could easily he was, You know, this all happened because I was like, hey, look, he got some new uh, sneakers from Ross. They were Jordans, right? But he they got them Jordan. for like 40 bucks or something. Yeah, he did. So then, instead of Delancey just being like, mm, I mean, they're not Skechers, but they're nice. He's going to say something like, well, I could just take them from you. I didn't say what like size, that. What I size shoe do you wear? He said like 18. And I was like, oh, you don't really wear 18. I'm exaggerating. But I was like, oh, okay, cool. Damn. What would you do if... And this, I'm just making conversation. This whole What would you do? Get up off my feet and stop saying What happened to them? What happened to them? Man, nobody want to hear that shit. If your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's, he's on, hungry, why is he on the? Wouldn't you be on, on the kitchen floor because you just checked the fridge he, look, and there's I, nothing in he's there? He's too weak to crawl he, to another room. He's he just, hungry. He just know for a fact there's nothing's in the fridge, so he just dropped on the bedroom floor. Maybe it's carpeted and it's a little warm. Probably he in the house by himself. You better you, drink you, water. It's hard to make that song in this day and age because you could do you know live Postmates. You could. There's a lot of job opportunities out here. I feel like for a little bit of money, for a little bit of cash. While we're on the subject of music, um, I haven't heard the Jay Z album just yet, but I'm really itching to get my hands on a copy. I might get a hard copy potentially. I do not have title only because I have so many subscription services that I don't really feel like getting another one. Also, the, I heard the quality of title might not be the best, but I am willing to support. I am willing to check this out, and I, I am in absolutely no rush to listen to that. No rush. You know, Jay Z. I'm not a Jay Z fan, to be honest with you. I'm. I listen to his things when they come out, but I, I'm not the. I'm not one person to anticipate an album dropping. You know, Jay Z. The way people wild out for Beyonce, there's there's niggas out here, not just from New York, that wild out for Jay Z. They get yeah, mad. That's, it's weird. Like, <laughs> I don't know this rich ass dude who's had a lot of good shit for a long time, and we gotta listen to him be introspective. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I appreciate that he's going on that journey and and taking us along with it, but it just doesn't necessarily appeal to me. I'll, I, I'll listen to it, but I'm I'm not in a, a huge rush. 
I don't, you know, I feel like a lot of people want to hear some shit right away so they could have an opinion on it and get on social media and be in the conversation. True enough. I, uh, I just, I don't care. I'll, I'll listen to some old shit. I'll listen to some old Jay-Z music. He did tell us to listen. He said, you buy my old albums. That's what he said. I was like, all right, cool. But I feel like I've seen people that have been polarized by the album itself. There are certain people who take something from it. Like, oh, he's talking about building generational wealth in the black community. Oh, he's talking about, like, he's kicking knowledge. This is mature Jay-Z. He, of course, he's talking about the his infidelities, which were the source of lemonade being created because that was Beyonce's side of things. Like, it could all be a marketing ploy, of course. But there are some subjects that he touched on. And there are people who are with that. And there's other people who are just like, bro, I don't have millions of dollars. On the song, of course, he makes mention of about a $2 million portrait. And next year, that shit going to be worth $4 million. And then next year, it's going to be worth like $8 million. And then after that, I'm going to give it to my kids. And people are like, how the fuck do I get my first million? It's not, I don't think it's a guide to how to well, we, get to Well, you better point. not be relying on no fucking rap music to tell you what to do with your money. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I get that. And, and I'm a product of uh, public schooling. You know, they don't teach you shit about paying bills or no. having a credit card none of that and no, they no, just no. assume that your parents know what the fuck they're talking about which right. no offense to my parents they they didn't at the time mine did i'm really fortunate that my mom or dad didn't fuck my credit up by putting some in my name so i dodged a bullet with that one but there it, there does need to be a foundation of learning how to work right with but you know the the stopgap isn't uh let's let's get our advice from music no on how to invest our money and grow our wealth so if if you're listening to Jay Z album for that, you you got bigger problems. Mistake number one: you popped the Jay Z album, man. You took out a notepad and right, yeah, <laughs> and it's like jiggle what? <laughs> Just started making notes about how to build generational. And wealth then you went to Coinstar and, and cashed your your jar in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, use the jar to invest in in in, in something. Make investments. Uh, I wouldn't be the first person that knows what to do. I'm not I'm not a professional, but if you want the the information is out here to learn, I guess. Just use Google and find out about stocks, bonds. I recently found out I had a mutual fund. Well, I knew I had a mutual fund at 15 years old mm-hmm. because I went to the Chicago Urban League. It was a high school program in Chicago. So you're a course. millionaire now? No. If I was, I will start buying portraits because next year <laughs> it will be worth $2 million and then so on and so forth. But it was uh, I was 15 years old. I went to the Chicago Urban League, and they taught us things involving entrepreneurship. It was like a competition. Everyone builds a business, makes a business plan, and you pitch the idea to actual business owners, and they let you know. They make a vote and choose who wins. And then the second half of the course was stock management. And at the end of that, what they did was they gave us each $50, and they put it into a mutual fund, which is apparently it's several different types of stock. And the whole thing is set up so that you don't lose money and you gain a certain amount of money over time. Yeah. So it was, that was, that was a learning experience, but that gives an opportunity for certain people to get ahead a little bit than their peers when it comes to those things, because there were adults that I was talking to afterwards that didn't know anything about finances or manipulating things to your advantage and stuff. So all that shit is important. Like knowing how to buy a car. Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But that's how we got in all that trouble because with the predatory lending, it was easy to prey on all these people because, you know, where the fuck do you learn this shit? I don't know. I don't know how the fuck to buy a car. Let me be honest with you. I do not drive. I live in Chicago. The public transportation system here is really, really put to, well put together. So I don't have a need to drive. 
But in other places, it wouldn't be necessary to drive. Somebody cursed me the fuck out because I was talking about going to L.A. or California. And somebody was like, you stupid. They got buses and shit. And the traffic ain't that bad. I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? I've never Where? What? Like in, in LA, like, the traffic's like not California, bad. like like the traffic's so, terrible there, and I'm, the buses suck. The buses suck. See, okay, here we go. There you go. I've been there. Yeah. What the fuck are? Who it are was, these people? It was random people online. You know, I, I'm online and I'm goofing around, and people just curse me the fuck out for no reason. I don't deserve that. It happens, and um, everyone has an opinion. It's not usually a factual thing, but you say that you say anything at any time, and somebody's gonna react to it. Like, you dumb as hell. They got public transportation, and it's somewhat reliable. And I'm like, I'm from Chicago, dude. The public transportation is different here. Why are you cursing me it's, out? I mean, Put your as phone much out. as we bitch about it, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, relatively speaking. Right. You you get where you need to go. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to get places. Yeah, you don't really need a car in Chicago. It's just, if you're somebody like uh, like us, and you know people all over the damn city, yeah. it, it can be a bit much, because people are asking you to kick it. Right, somewhere fucking far. And public, yeah, public transportation in Chicago is not one of the things that is the problem. There's other problems, such as this. The sugar tax hasn't been passed just yet. I feel like it was put on hold. And for those that are unfamiliar, I feel like people in New York are familiar with what a sugar tax is because I think it passed over there, right? Uh, they had a soda thing. I, I don't know. They may have done a sugar tax more recently, but I remember the soda thing was a big deal. Would you... Would you, could you briefly, I feel like you, you're better describing things like this than I Didn't, well, didn't the mayor say like you couldn't buy a pop bigger than a certain size and then they, it was some bullshit. It was something really, really ridiculous. They're imposing or trying to impose a tax upon sugary, uh, beverages. The problem is there, the, the, it's too vague and it was worked into the budget already, which is causing a problem. It's like flavored waters. Sodas and colas, of course, or pops, wherever the fuck y'all listening from. I don't want to like curse me out for using the wrong word. Um, juices. Uh, it, it, my problem with that is you can't not saying not because I drink a lot of these things. I'm not mad about that, but you stop taxing things. That's not well. Uh, Chicago needs money really bad, and they are they are not sure how to do it. So they're coming up with these things, and then I understand how how on paper. Somebody out of touch can be like, you know, this is a good idea. So we have the the plastic bag tax, which... Seven cents a bag. On the surface is a good idea because you're like, hey, it's good for the environment. People probably should pay for bags if they're going to use bags. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. Uh, the problem, uh-huh. uh, which I just heard on the radio, is that people aren't aren't using bags anymore. Right. So it had the, the, the fake intended effect of... Uh, people thinking twice about just wasting uh, plastic that's going to end up in a landfill and never biodegrade. Uh, but when reality, like the city want, was expecting to make a lot of money off of this, and they mm-hmm. didn't. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the reason um, the sugar thing is happening. And the issue I have with that is, again, on the surface, you're like, oh, well, people should you know, be making healthier food choices anyway. But they're not taking into account. Mm-hmm. Um, Here we go. You know, food deserts are a real thing. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, even in my neighborhood, which was a predominantly, uh, Latino, right. Uh, before all the hipsters moved in, like there's not, 
really a like a big grocery store chain deal walking distance from my no house. there is not I mean, I mean even in the car like i gotta go all the way to fucking like ashland and whatever yeah there's that aldi over on milwaukee the neighborhood in question that we're talking about is logan square specifically but there's that aldi right there on milwaukee if you head a little bit south but other than that there's not really that many grocery stores yet everywhere in the neighborhood there's a seven you can find 7-elevens everywhere you can find and that's not a really reliable place to get vitamins nutrients yeah so you're basically imposing i mean who who's uh drinking all these sugary drinks it's poor people poor people so they're gonna be paying more taxes yeah you're taxing poor people yeah yeah which is stupid which is stupid uh kudos to individuals for accidentally helping the environment but you tried it and it didn't work so the plastic the plastic bag thing like that that's the effect that that had but when it comes to everything else and having seen neighborhoods where you go in and you get like quarter juices or 50 cent juices and whatnot like it's 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 if you can't really afford anything else then what choices do you have you know which is another case of needing to find out what the problem is before trying to to you need to bake the cake before making the frosting at least you know what i'm saying well like they say you know common sense is not always common and you know if you grew up eating produce and shit it's easy for you to be like well you know poor people just need to eat better but if you grow up and literally all you know is to eat chips from the corner Flaming store hots and, and, and the little hugs juice with the tinfoil on the I top. I hate it though. Have you ever been cut by the tinfoil before? No. No? No. That shit is sharp. But you know, I didn't drink, I never liked that shit. So. It's too, it was just like sugar water. It's, it's just sugary water. You know, honestly, don't make fun of me, I was a weird kid, but at the age. You put your dick in there? No, why the fuck would I? No, <laughs> stop. You never cut your quote finger no, on the top of one of them little shut, hugs on the foil? Shut the fuck up. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <the> asshole. <laughs> fucking. Uh, no. Uh, I had, like, at, at the age of like eight or nine, I stopped drinking those things because I don't know what the fuck it was. I was like a mini hotel. I was just like, nah, man, this stuff is put here and it's so cheap. Why is it so cheap? They sterilizing us. That's not that's not the case. I don't think that's the case. It's just profitable. But diabetes in the black community is a real thing. Also the Latino community. Y'all gotta chill with the Goya sometimes. And we gotta chill with the with the with the Lauries. Oh man. So I was doing some uh some lift shit for extra money on the on July third. How'd that go? And uh that you just reminded me that there were uh three white people in the back seat talking about they went to go eat some Brazilian food. And the shit was too salty. It was too salty. And they and and they were talking to the waiter, and they're like, you know, in our culture, we just don't put so much salt on our food. <laughs> I'm like, you don't put no salt. Like, what do you? Oh fuck, man. Oh, that reminds me of the Blandin cheese. We <sighs> we went. Okay, backstory. Reggie and I went to a mutual friend's birthday celebration. She was barbecuing at her place. It was decent. It was cool. I was the only black guy there. Reggie was the only uh, mulatto man there. It's all good. So the semblance, any semblance of African-Americanism was just us. We was holding it down. We walk in. We were eating the food. I'm not going to give a full critique because well, the ribs was a little. Here's what I, I didn't even eat the ribs because here's the thing. You saw it? They pulled the foil back and it was gray. <laughs> so I already know I don't want those ribs. They didn't look like ribs. <laughs> I had to like I had to I had to look at the bone to know that it was rib meat. Mm-hmm. That's when you know that shit is fucked up. <laughs> and there was a lot of silent communication for the duration of our stay. 
I looked at Reggie, he looked at me, and it was like, okay. We were silently letting one another know what to stay away from. So they peeled back the tin foil on the macaroni and cheese. It wasn't baked, which, which isn't really a problem, but it looked like elbow noodles. It looked like the noodles. It was just noodles in the pan. I was like, what is that? Reggie, being a pioneer of sorts, gets up and goes over towards it, scoops a modest amount onto his plate, sits back down next to me, and I'm watching. I'm a spectator at this point because I fucking know better. Come on now. He sticks his fork into the noodle, proceeds to consume the noodle. He's chewing, stops mid-chew, looks at me, and just nods. And I'm like, I oh, know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the funniest part is there was there was one white lady there. I think she was of Russian descent. She ate it. She didn't see a problem with it. She got up, and she got a second serving. And it was a, a healthy amount. Yeah, we watched her do this. And I just looked at the plate, and I looked at Reggie, and he started laughing out loud. I was nice. I didn't I didn't say anything out loud, but it was, it was pretty bad. It's okay to use seasoning. Just That's the thing. But it was Mexican people making it. I don't know why they did that. I don't know how that happened. I really don't know how that happened. Uh, maybe they're not in tune with with the culture, you know, or maybe or maybe they're trying. That's to... why I took a chance on the. I mean, you could tell. Okay, so the the ribs looked weird. Yeah. The, well, they looked like they were boiled. Uh-huh. So whatever. Yeah. And then the macaroni and cheese looked like it didn't have a lot of cheese on it. But I'm like, you know what? Yeah. They at least sprinkled some adobo on top of it or something. No. No, they didn't. No, you had Decepticon macaroni. Like it was just it was like yeah, yeah it was bland in disguise, and you got finesse. <laughs> but I I appreciate that though. I appreciate you actually taking taking the lead on that one. And, uh, well, these lift people, the last thing they said about when it comes to, uh, their palate, their palate, the, uh, the man in the group, he said that, uh, even orange juice, it's just too strong of a taste. Get the it's fuck out of here. I think you're making this up. No, now, he said point. that he cuts his orange juice with water in the morning. Get the fuck out of it. Is it from concentrate or not from concentrate? No, he said it's orange juice. What like is regular wrong juice? with people? It's too strong. What do these flavors are too much. These are, I have, I have a genuine question. I have a genuine question. Please tell me your honest opinion. And I'm not trying to get down on individual. What do you think they, referring to the people in the car, mm-hmm. not the ethnicity as a whole, eat on a regular basis? Uh, salad. I don't salad? know. Salad? Yeah. Quinoa? I don't know. Because it's, I don't know what people eat. How do you, how do you avoid seasoning? It's everywhere. It's like. No, you gotta buy it at the store and put it, if you. If you cook in the house and you don't use seasoning and you don't buy it, you don't have seasoning. You don't. I, I get, but salt is a seasoning. Pepper is a seasoning. And almost everyone has that. At but some people point. will put a sprinkle on after they cook it. That's people, true, and it bounces off. It ricochets people off. People don't meat. realize that you have to like season the shit while you're cooking it. Yeah, so that it holds the flavor in. Everybody can't be Chef Reggie though. You got to teach these people. Did you tell them? You were just like, look, you should try. Like you, just, no, nope. you, you just drove. No, I won't talk to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, so earlier, I was talking about uh, being online, Twitter specifically, mm-hmm. and the being fact on that cam, no, I never, it say, I never say that. No, it's false. Uh, even though I'll talk to you about that later, something happened oh, that wow. freaked me out. No, it wasn't. It didn't pertain to me. But somebody followed me, and their name was like Chocolate Dick Two, and their whole timeline was just like bussy shots and like graphic uh, sex. I was just like, oh no, I don't like this. Anyway. Talking about Twitter and everything that happens on there, people curse you out, so on and so forth. There have been a few suspensions on Twitter. I myself almost got suspended from Twitter. And as much as I feel like a lot of people might like that, because I do cause a ruckus here and there, and I fuck around a lot. A lot. But it wasn't for those purposes. It wasn't really for something that I normally do. 
it was because I tweeted a meme that had Redbone playing in the ba- or the beat to Redbone playing in the background. And it was like Rick and Morty. He was singing Get Swifty or some shit like that over the instrumental. I tweeted the meme and I was like, ha, this is funny. Universal got involved in Twitter. Like, and they emailed me a long list of like, Universal doesn't like this. Delete it or let us know who the original source of the video was or we will be forced to suspend your account. I ain't no snitch. So I didn't say who originally posted it. Even though if you look, you can hit the link and see who posted the, the video itself. So I just took it down. But... They are really serious about this music thing because several uh, popular uh, underground sites have been taken off. I don't know if it was like the Fader or the Verge or 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 Two Dope Boys. Like mm-hmm. a lot of sites that post like either mixtapes or so on and so forth, they've been taken off. I think it has something to do with the BET Award videos, probably. But shit is getting really, really serious. But you know who they don't seem to be taking off of Twitter. <laughs> Well, there's no, there's no money in that. There isn't. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, so we can just let, we can just let the Nazis stay on Twitter, but we can take off. That... Even though uh, I got, wait, did we, did we talk about how I got a, a, a 24-hour ban off of Facebook? <laughs> no. What the fuck did you do? Because uh, I, I said the N-word in a post, but I was uh, quoting Bill Maher. I posted a link to our podcast, <laughs> you know, because the last episode we talked about how he said that yeah and got in trouble for it and i was like this we talk about <laughs> this and then i guess people reported my shit and i'm like who would do something like that exactly just wait was it public yeah i feel like i might know who did something like that oh uh, fuck them yeah i, I know who really like them. you can't quote a news story and i was gonna make a post talking a lot of shit but I, you know by the time i was unbanned i wasn't mad enough anymore yeah no no legitimately uh, yeah you, but you know yeah. Uh, see that's why that's why i took precautions you see what I'm talking about? That's why I took precautions. I was like, not speaking on the individual, but it's, there's people, there's people that have things going on. I use the phrase very frequently uh-huh. and they react to certain things and they, they are, they, t- they tend to be negative. So I just eliminate the possibility of them seeing these things before they do so that there won't be a problem in the future. Cause if my shit gets taken down, I'm gonna be upset. You know what I'm saying? So yeah yeah there's that but, but uh that is it is annoying it um is. it is twitter's how they enforce things but you know to be fair when people with money say take the shit down you know it's weird i i had a uh <clears throat> i i had some instagram video and there was music on in the background and my shit got taken down in like 30 seconds really yeah because of the song that was on the background that's really crazy and it was a song that nobody gives a fuck about what was, I was it uh go ahead spill it it's a uh, like an electronic song. Okay, you uh, didn't say a name though. Alice DJ. Alice DJ. Okay, do you remember back in the day? Like now, that's what I call music, Volume Two or something. Yes, I recall. It was it was way from back there. It was from okay, Alice DJ. Yeah, that one. Are you serious? I know that one. I didn't know the name though. That's crazy. That's childhood right there. Damn. Yeah. Well. That's wholesome. That's pretty wholesome. They don't like that shit. I can't believe that lady who might not even be alive anymore. Don't have her song on in the background. I'm waiting for like Venga Boys to like come out the cut and be like, "Hey, take that shit down." Like we like to part. Bam! I'm gonna get kicked off the internet as a whole. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it makes sense. Lawyers and it's not fucking up anybody's money if you have Nazis online talking about starting. 
concentration camps again. Like, oh, those are only fillings. It doesn't matter as much. It's okay. We can let them just have a field day. It's only tweets. But when you fucking with the Skrilla, you gotta you gotta get your shit taken down. Yeah, it's I don't know, man. Priorities. It's, we're in a weird place right now where I think a lot of the people who talk like that are just people trying to be edgy. Trying to be edgy. And how do you how do you teach them? Because I, I feel like. You know, nobody wants to see that shit, but mm-hmm. then if you ban them, it's like a reinforcement of their ideals. Like, they may go further down the rabbit hole. It does. That's true. I really don't know what the right answer is outside of, you know, it's a lot to ask to have person-to-person outreach. Yeah. Like that, that guy who travels around uh, converting white supremacists. Are you... I saw something on Viceland recently. I don't think it's that guy. It wasn't on Viceland, right? No? Uh, no, I think he just has a documentary. Okay. This is something else. This is a guy who... Uh, he has an the accent. Comedian. He might be. Yes, I yeah. think so. He has. He, he hate he has thy neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what that was. And I saw the episode where he was meeting up with the Ku Klux Klan, and he was having full dialogue with them, and they were telling him where he could walk and where he could not walk, and where it was safe and where it was not safe to go. That was some scary shit. Well, they try to paint it in a very friendly, like, "Hey, you know, we just believe this thing. It's no big deal." And then he's like, well, but, like, let's get real. You know, he let them play that game for, I mean, days, basically, because he was out there for a while. And at the end, he's like, hey, you know, I'm I'm biracial. You know, I think he's black and white, uh, yeah. Muslim living in England. Yeah. And, like, at the end of the day, you know, you don't, you don't want me to exist. You don't believe in race mixing. And then they're like, well, that's a slippery slope. But it's just, it's weird when, look, if you believe something... You know, you should be able to stand by it, right? Yeah. So if you're going to be a member of this organization, and then when people ask you what you believe and you dance around it, I feel like that should be a huge red flag as to maybe what you believe in isn't that great if you can't just say it and be and be proud of that. If you're only proud of, of what you believe in when you're within the confines of your cult, I think there, there's probably a, an issue with that. That's very similar, similar to post-nut clarity. I think while they're in the middle of... of burning swastikas or crosses or whatever and they're surrounded by people with a like-minded mentality then it's okay to be into it but as soon as you're by yourself or you're asked to explain your actions you probably can't do it as much that is exactly like post-night clarity except in a different way of course i haven't seen anything other than that episode itself but uh i mean he 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 uh he just goes around i've seen like maybe four of them is it just ku klux klan people no he talks to what other hate groups has he spoken to he um he hung out with the black israelites their hate group i mean technically technically what were they doing like were they just like like i assume they hate uh, asian people but well you know uh they have this warped i guess it's judaism that they practice uh-huh. where they're the original israelites and then they you know, they have the whole Kill Whitey thing going on. And oh, no. Obviously, you can see where they're coming from with a lot of stuff where they are all, you know, they all have void cars. They go to the gun range and there's a scene where they show the looks that they're getting at the gun range, even though they're, you know, law-abiding gun users. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like you you can't, you can't be like that. You I, can't. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being militant, but you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, genocide against anybody is just bad, period. No, Sorry. that's bad. No, that's not a good thing. Ever. Regardless of the, uh, whatever history and injustices, like, you can't, you can't have a, a, a civilized society based on that. No, no, that's, that's definitely the wrong approach to certain things. That's fucked up. I don't know. There's, there's been a lot of bullshit 
going on and things have been erratic and i know that we usually like to take certain things into account uh prior to recording so i feel like it's necessary at some point to mention well i'm gonna I'm get into this with saying i have i've had i tend to have good relationships or be on good relations with individuals that i have dated i think and i don't think the act of exposing someone, whether it be their videos or pictures or their lifestyle online, has even been an option. Yet, on a higher profile, th- was this the first time we discussed the Karda- like a Kardashian of some sort on the show? Mm, I feel like we probably talked about... In passing, potentially. Somebody's vagina smell like earring bags. Oh, yeah. Outside of that, I don't think so. Yeah, so he put... He put all of her body he put all of her business out there that was some real that was some rough ass shit have you have you had a scenario i assume it's okay like we have emotions and like you've been hurt before right of course yeah it it happens i've cried i've been sad but i've never hopped online and just been like look at her busting it wide open like you have to reach that's just that's childish to me my my worst breakup which is also my most recent breakup Mm-hmm. I could have very easily done that, but why would I do that? There's no reason to do that. You're. It's, well, it's I a, think it's. Uh, I think the thing with that uh, that Kardashian guy. Well, you know, do they ever get told no? Like, I think they're just in a place where they think they can do whatever they want, and there's no repercussions. Uh, I think so because there is no, there are no repercussions usually. Because what he did was. I don't know if it was a federal offense. Uh, in Illinois, it's an offense. Like that's that's online. Well, it's it's illegal, period. But we have harsher laws. I know in Illinois. And then I heard that they it's that way in California too. But I'm not positive. Nobody. But they recently we have very strict cyberbullying, uh, and I guess this is part of it. Like all that. Yeah, it's a big deal. Um, yeah, yeah, it is cyberbullying. And what else is it? Is it a form of sexual assault to put someone's um, put someone out there like that? Uh, it's possible. I, I don't know if so. I've heard it in, that, in those terms, but it, it makes sense yeah, to me. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't be a natural tie-in to be... Um, I, uh, what, what, you know, as, as stupid and, and wrong as what he did is, what bothered me the most were the amount of guys saying that it didn't count because she was already a stripper or she already had... That's not right. ...news out there. It's that's not, not right. It's that's not different. the same thing. No, that's different. That's different. You know... There's certain people who don't understand what consent is is and how it actually works if i'll break it down if if i step out my front door and my dick is out then my dick is out people react to that how they will if you take a picture of my dick and you show it to everybody that's entirely different because consent is a key factor you need permission to do and i feel like a goof ass like explaining that but people genuinely don't understand what that means you need permission to do things pertaining to someone else's body you need permission to do things pertaining to someone else's property um and it's an offense it's an offense it's it's kind of and the word gets tossed around a lot but it's kind of the culture of 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 just hyper masculinity and it's 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 real it's real creepy but he's still the one of the dumbest things about it is he st- he looks even more pathetic. He like, looks sad. He thought that he was going to teach her a lesson, and he just made himself look more stupid. He looks stupid. And stupid. now he's facing a huge civil suit. Yeah. Like, he just he just sucks all the way around. A civil and suit I, from whom? Her? Yeah. She sued him for that? She, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
she's about to get guap. And you know, the thing is, regardless of what you think of her and her character, you you can't you can't do that. You That's not that. how you quote get back at anybody. Regardless if you feel that she air quote got pregnant on purpose, whatever the fuck that means, like look. This dude was skeeting in her. Yeah, that's how that happens. And he's a part of it, too. Meiosis is a thing. I don't want to hear... Like, I hate hearing that shit. Like, oh, she she was trying to get pregnant on... Like... Like, she just she just opened up and, like, the, extracted the semen from... He put it in there and let it let it off. Like, he, let, he shot the club up. That's This is what happens, naturally. It's been this way since the beginning of time. Right. You bust it wide open and, you, 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 you know, you turn somebody into a Twinkie. And a child could eventually come from that. That's how it works. It's biology. We know this. You know, but there does seem to have been a, not to be play devil's advocate or anything like that, but there does seem to have been a double standard when it comes to certain things because we spoke about Jay-Z and his album and him speaking on his infidelities. It's, it was, it was approached and individuals were just like, all right, that's fucked up. You know, even though he brought up subjects of generational wealth or whatever else, whatever have you, whatever you took from that album, there were similar individuals and i'm not generalizing but that saw the same thing that happened with the black china and rob situation and they were like yes he handsome go fuck go fuck another dude like and we don't know the context we don't know the situation like were they they were supposed to be together when she was with some guy apparently so apparently so apparently so uh the context is she says she left the situation with him because it was toxic which is believable and more than likely, he was just butthurt about her being with another individual. But apparently, she sent a video of herself with this gentleman in the in a place that he pays for. And he was like, oh, she kissing another dude in the bed that I paid for, like so on and so forth. Right, but, but you have a child. He's in that situation because he got her pregnant. Because you shot the club Exactly, up. like he has himself to blame for because that. Because you shot the club up. Look, you're in a rich-ass family with a recognizable name. And, and you shot the club up. And then you get sprung out fast and think that shit is some shit that it's not. Like, that's, that's on you, man. That's on you, bro. You gotta pace yourself and not shoot the club up. Like, condoms exist. She must have been throwing it throwing it around but like I, you crazy, know, though. But, I... Yeah, I've, I've been sexually active for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I don't see what's so hard uh, about being involved in the birth control process yeah like hey why don't you guys go to the clinic together and she get an iud you know yeah it's not that big of a deal y'all can afford it it is even though like I'm, there's two things iud's are interesting sometimes if they don't cut the string like a little bit like you can feel yeah like that you know i feel like like the the the, the punani feel like a decepticon it's like metallic like a little mm-hmm. bit like i was just like what's that what's that whoa, 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 whoa. well they have the shit that they inject in your arm now like they have a bunch of is it like just the regular shot? No, it's like a little. It's like a smaller, but it's like a cigarette filter. Hmm? And they inject it under your skin. In under your the arm. skin? Yeah. It's not lumpy. You could. It just goes straight up underneath the. Skull you don't see it, but you could feel it. Like if you put your finger on it. I feel. I, res- I respect women, man, because there's a lot of. Even though birth, birth, um, there are birth control options for men. Like. Not uh, yet. There, in America. No, I mean. Vasec- a vasectomy is oh but that's not reversible that's very well it's re- technically reversible but they they tell you not to rely on it yeah no, that's supposed to be like it. after you have kids and you're just done and you're just done that's yeah. not something you can do you know they don't have a pill or whatever i know it hasn't been approved by the um usda but they have like a 
some shit that they inject in you. Yeah, no, I'm not. Blocks it up. I'm nobody about to Tuskegee me. I'm not getting anything injected in me. But the a lot of the birth control like side effects include a lot of hormonal imbalances and you know so on and so forth, and that's a lot to go through for. Yeah. So you know, just to not have kids and stuff, but it's but a lot of that responsibility responsibility solely like rests on women's like shoulders because everything out here is for them even though we're trying to take the well not we somebody's president and a lot of the things they're trying to take a lot of the birth control away which might affect people that shoot the club up like so everybody gotta play it safe but backtracking to what i was saying earlier i got distracted talking about talking about shooting the club up and uh iud's and stuff apparently the situation is he had a child he's supporting the child and her and she was in the bed with another That's dude. her crib, though. That's her crib. And she... She can have whatever she wants over there. Mm-hmm. And apparently she sent him a video in the bed. I don't, I don't know the context. I, I mean, don't she's know rubbing it in fine, but that right. shit... You just gotta eat that. You got a whole kid, bro. Like, just go out... Look, like, go out here, enjoy yourself. You got money. You got money. I guess it's the principle of the situation why you might be butthurt. But you got money. You can lose weight. You can get well, sexy like, flesh. She's not doing anything wrong except she's being petty by sending him a video. Which happens. That's her house. Regardless of who pays for it. Yeah, it's his happens. fault he's paying for it. Yeah. And then his, oh, I'm going to get you back by releasing your releasing news. Releasing all your news. That's so. And the fact that you got surgery. And the fact that, you know, I was like, and apparently, I, is this true? Like, apparently it was released, like Rob Kardashian said, that they, like, threesomes with T.I. and Tiny mm-hmm. occurred. Who, he just made himself look so whack. If anything happens to me that upsets me, I'm not going to go to the internet and be like, yeah, she came over my house and she just took a dump in my bed. You nasty. Because people will be like, so you let her in the house and you stood there and let her defecate in your bed. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that is, it's your house. You let this person in there. You let them pop a squat right in the middle of your bed. Like it, that we're all adults. We're all responsible for our own actions and we're all responsible for the own our own repercussions whatever those may be you know it is what it is at the end of the day do what you have to do and step your game up so that's how that goes but yeah uh on a related note i've never shot the club up which is something that i yeah, think we are not think we discussed uh... we discussed this we've discussed this i think a little bit recreationally i don't know if we might discuss it on the mic a little bit, but you're not truly. Uh, I don't know what what to call it. But you're man, not like, there. A man, like you're about to sing "Be a Man" uh, from Mulan, and like just tell me to shoot the club up. Like let's get down to business. You just gotta take whoever you're talking to to the uh, Planned Parenthood and, and oh, no, find oh, them. My bad. Find them a solution. Then you take them to Sybaris, <laughs> and then you just ruin that entire pool for the next eight people to use it. <laughs> No, I'm not. Because you know how many hours it takes to fill that pool back up? They're not changing the water that often. Well, that's pretty disgusting. That's pretty bad. No. Mm-hmm. All right. So paying attention to the political climate and the news a little bit, specifically CNN in the situation, because this was happening right around the same time. <laughs> there's Black China and then there's regular China, which somebody's president, well, Donald, Donald Trump himself was like tweeting about and he, because he was trying to. I don't know, build relations of some sort or whatever else, which I was like, all right, cool, whatever. So I just looked into things Trump related and I saw that there was an ongoing feud between him and CNN because he posted a gif of himself when he was on a wrestling show beating someone up and they've imposed 
the word CNN over the person that was getting the ass. We beat. live in fucking ridiculous clown times. Like, <laughs> I I wake up and I'm like, why is this happening? Like, why is this? How is this real life? I I'm always expecting to just wake up and this is not really. This is just like a very long, vivid dream. It's not a well, it's a lucid dream because you have control over what you do, but it's it's pretty bad. The worst part about it is that. You know, there are documents made by certain presidents, whether they be books or notes or whatever, that go into like either a presidential library or a library. of I'm not sure what it is that they go into. This man's tweets are going in there like these are presidential. These are apparently from the president. So they're going to be in there forever for future generations. I'm never going to be over this because we're. You motherfuckers really did this. Like this is how I'm. I'm not over it. How? I'm not either. And and you know what? Whatever you think about his politics, spoiler alert: we don't like his fucking politics. We don't. But throw that out the window. Yeah. What is he doing? He get on Twitter and be like, "Yeah, CNN, all them losers over there, fucking bums." Like he's the president, man. He's tweeting that shit from Lincoln's bedroom, wherever the fuck he sleep at. Yeah, Lincoln's where does he sleep? Bedroom. The ghost of Lincoln sitting. Well, isn't right the Lincoln there. bedroom where the guests sleep? Who? Where do they sleep? I think so. I think that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's where they see the ghosts. But Lincoln is in that same bedroom, shaking his fucking head with the hat off. He ain't even putting the hat on. This shit is ridiculous, and it's getting worse and worse as time goes on. It's pretty bad, and it's really, really sad. But CNN made the matter even worse because what they did was, in true petty fashion, they went and they found the creator of the GIF itself. Right, and they practically Reddit. threatened to expose him. Yes, they were. They they didn't expose his information, but they found him and they they posted his Reddit name, I believe, and it was just like, hey, this is the person who made the GIF. Like, this is great. I was like, why are you wasting? This right. is what type of journalistic Look, Trump is 100% wrong I'm tired of this fake news shit but at the same time that's the, some dumbass shit the, to do. the news media had a big lesson to learn from the last election cycle and they seem to have learned nothing they, have, they keep doing it they and then when you it. do dumb shit like this you're just giving fuel to the idiots who think that the, the news outlets are out to get our douche piece of shit president yes. he's our fucking president somehow Jesus Christ he's your, he's your president no, he's not. Okay, cool. I was I was trying to pull you out. No, people people try to uh, tell you that you can't say that. Technically, yes, he's our fucking president because mm-hmm. there's a lot of ah oh, man. I mm-hmm. can't. It's all right, baby. I got you. It's cool. Did no? But he was on TV. Like <laughs> he was doing the. He was he was fighting with Arnold Schwarzenegger on Twitter, man. And y'all said, yeah, let's. I want this dude. Right Come here. on, man. It's shit. Rosie O'Donnell's fat. She's, she's fat. fat. She's ugly. Stupid. <laughs> Come on. You know, you gotta laugh to keep from crying sometimes. And that's you really, know, that's you, really what you I'm motherfuckers doing. had the nerve to be like, look at how black Obama is taking away the legacy of the presidency. That's Jesus I can't Amazing. even it's, I can't even put words to how it's I feel hard about this. To speak on it. It's hard to because it's 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 hard to believe that it has actually happened and hopefully there's a lesson learned from this in the future and hopefully the people that think this is okay lose their thumbs. But so do you, they do you see make... how hatred blinds you? Yes. All you care about is tearing down the the black president's basketball hoop in the White House. Yeah. And you'll do anything to get that basketball hoop out of there. Yeah. Playing American sport like baseball. Bowling. Right, bowling. There's a bowling, bowling alley. 
That's gross. That's been. That's but then silly. Donald Trump don't play no sports, man. He does. He just does coke in the in the in the office, probably. Like that's pretty much it. Like he 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 old as hell. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I can I can continue, but I'm gonna chill out. Mm, and you know he bad at sex. Yeah, he, I don't think he's having sex, brother. No, he's having sex, but you know he's bad at it. I hope he's not having sex. So imagine letting that inside of you. And he shot the club up. It's coming full circle, people. I'm gonna keep bringing it up. Uh, I'm gonna keep bearing, right? He looked like he want to shoot it on you. I don't know. Nah, that's uh, that's my inkling. That's how that little goof goofy eleven uh, year old happened. His name is Baron. That's a horrible name. That's a horrible. Name. That's pretty bad. You know. Well, so wait, what? Where are we going with this? What where happened? are we going is right into the questions. That's okay. Where, where are we going with this right now? All right, cool. Let me bring these joints up. A question I have is why does Conor McGregor think he's qualified to fight Floyd Mayweather? He doesn't. You don't think he's you don't you don't think Conor McGregor thinks he's qualified to fight Floyd Mayweather? Uh, like that's the thing. Okay, he technically, thinks, technically, he I'm sure he believes he's qualified. However, you want to define that. Mm-hmm. But both of the people involved in this fight know that people want to see the spectacle, yes. and they're both going to make a lot of money, a and lot. it doesn't fucking matter who wins. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's and cash grab. It's who's going to win? Not Conor McGregor, one hundred percent. Yeah, of course not. Like, of course, it's a different sport. You're not able to like backflip and kick and like drop kick and choke people out. Right, and, like, and it's, it's just hands. It's not anything even against Conor McGregor, who's a great mixed martial artist, but mm-hmm. like he's going up against the best defensive boxer of all time. Yeah, he is. He and is. and it's interesting, you know. Like I, I'll watch it for the spectacle. I'm not going to pay for it. Likewise, likewise. Um, but you know, a lot of people want anyone to beat Floyd Mayweather, and they're so crazed about wanting the, this future to happen that they're they're gonna assume conor mcgregor can do it but he has no chance he has no shot and that that craziness comes from floyd mayweather being an asshole in certain respects but at the same time i think he's well he's an asshole in the sense that he's a woman beater and he can't read to me that makes him an asshole yeah those but two things together are no that's what, what what bothers me is that's why pe- that's not why people don't like him mm-hmm. people don't like him because he's just like yeah i'm the best and i'm rich fuck you and you know what he's right yeah that's true so and then these idiots they instead of saying like fuck him i'm not going to give him any of my money they're going to watch his fight anyway and hope that he and loses get, and he doesn't lose and give and give you money People like, are so dumb. That's crazy. You know? But it's like, um also at the same time, Conor McGregor is a little is a little dickhead. He does the exact same thing. But that this, that's what's funny to me. Because huh. it's 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 kind of okay when Conor McGregor does it. It's cool when he does it. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know. Because what again, the difference I bet be? you I bet you most of the people listening to this don't even know that Floyd Mayweather was beating his wife. Uh-huh. In front of another kid, right? Right, yeah. Right. In front of a child. And they also don't know that Conor McGregor has been known for making several racist comments on a regular basis. Yeah. He is also an asshole. But, tomato, tomato. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the, the difference could be. I don't I don't know. They're both small dudes. They both fight. I don't. I can't, I can't imagine. You know? I don't know. I don't know. I'll Google it. Maybe I can find out later on. Uh, next question. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Threat. And I just wanted to ask anybody who's a fan of everyday struggle, do y'all think that everyone in Complex and Joe Budden is in on making academics look like a bitch? Because you can look at him, you can see his demeanor. He's not confrontational. You can could, you could tell that right off the bat. Do you think that they're taking advantage of the fact that DJ Academics is non-confrontational? Uh, yes. 
I think they might be taking advantage of the fact that DJ Academics does not is not confrontational, and he's also yeah. Well, I mean, with those last two interviews, because when Vic Mensa was calling him all types of bitches, bitches and hoes and hoe shits, and he was just like trying to finesse his way out of it, and it makes it's a spectacle once again, it's the spectacle of right. it. It makes for good watching. Everything is pro wrestling now. That's what we all have to understand. Yes, everything is a WWE promo. We can hop online and just call people all types of bitches and hoes and tell them we're going to beat their ass. And people are attracted to it. Because I don't follow the complex stuff super, super tight. But, you know, for me personally, the genesis of all of this was uh, Joe Budden had beef with DJ Academics. And then he came up in their studio and was trying to talk shit to him, and it was a, a big thing. And the next thing you know, they're they're suddenly working together to interview these artists, right? Like, if you're a producer for this program, are you doing that because it's in they have real chemistry, or it's in the best interest of whatever, or or do you want it because you know that something ridiculous is going to happen, you, regardless of, of who at at whose expense? Yes, you know something ridiculous is going to occur. So um, yeah, they're <clears> they're exploiting <throat> that. There's other people that I would care to see that are in the music industry i would care to see them interview other artists talk to other artists about their craft and whatnot like for example if quest love was on the show hosting or interviewing people or going having a back and forth with people i like i like his stories i like the way that he puts things either down on paper or he just talks about things i saw seen several videos of when he's encountered prince or been around right. prince and stuff like that that shit is like kind but of that's, phenomenal that's not gonna get that's not gonna the get same you views. clicks that's not that's not gonna get you so like a, a 30 minute in-depth interview about music or whatever an experience sure a lot of people watch that a lot of people be into it but a 30 second clip of some people about to box you like bitch ass nigga. oh like uh, it's just that's where we are now everything is like a tmz whatever the fuck it's a shorter atten- it's it's catered for a shorter attention span and something that will 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 get the adrenaline pumping but we're we're all guilty of it i mean we I fall am. for the tricks where of course. we click a video because the, the the way the picture looks and the headline is worded exactly also we're talking about it in the first place right now so i mean it's, right. it's grabbed our attention as well so we're not being hypocrites about it we we're just acknowledging why we do these things we stupid too I mean, at least I know I am a little bit every now and then. I'm yeah, like, no, oh. we're all we're all dumb animals. Yeah, we're some dumb motherfuckers. Yeah, so I mean, um, I think it's we gotta we have a photo shoot to go to after yeah. this. Yeah, well, so. uh, can I get? I I don't know the story of this. Okay, so from what I don't have all of the details just yet. From the gist of this, it's going to be. <laughs> What he did was he spoke to uh, groups of ladies like that are mutual friends with one another. And I think what he did was... This is also the guy who took our initial photos like of us together like when we first, first started, like before the first episode. And he spoke to these ladies that are mutual friends, and he found out things that they do to show that they're friends with one another. Small intricacies, like how they interact with one another. You know, you have... Certain ladies that like groom one another, certain ladies to do one another's hair, certain ladies to show affection in different ways. And I think what he's doing is he's taking those uh, mannerisms and he's transplanting them into groups of male friends. So we're so, going to do so poses we, we're, we, where we one of us might be erect. We, essentially, yes. You just summarized it. Okay. So you guys should be on the lookout for these. I'm kind of nervous because... He told me, he was like, uh, hey, can we shoot at your place? I was like, well, I'm in the process of moving out eventually. It might be a little tricky. And I asked Reggie, I was like, can we shoot at your place? He was like, yeah. 
I can clean up, like, you know, get things arranged and so on and so forth. There's people leave right, bongs cool. and shit all on the living room table. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, I got to stop doing that. Stop doing that. See, I could just rob you for your bong. See, if I just walked in and walked out I the mean, bong, I wouldn't you care. Robbed. I wouldn't you robbed. care. You robbed. You robbed. Point proven. Went full circle. We're going to end up recording at uh, a friend of his's place. Apparently, it's a cool place to shoot. I don't know if a bedroom is going to be involved or not. I'm kind of nervous about it. Just promise that you won't freak out if I get, like, a half chub. It's, I promise it's due to close proximity. It's well, the friction. The friction. It's I the mean, friction. the Delancey half chub is equivalent to most men's full chub. Uh, that was real sweet. I appreciate that. That's, that's I don't know. Nicest. I don't know if there's any validity to that's, that. That's the nicest thing. I just know what the, the lies that he spouts on Twitter. I don't. I'm, I don't I'm in spout. the dark as much as you guys. Are. I don't. I don't spout. I'm not. I just make a lot of BBC references. That's pretty much it. This has been the longest outro so far, but we <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening. And once again, um, we'll catch you later. Stay on the lookout for these pictures. The photographer's name is Alan Epstein. Epstein? 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 I'll ask That's him your guy. I on. haven't heard him say his last name. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask him. And he has a, a cool Instagram page that I follow. Yes, likewise, which is called What Was Breakfast, where he goes around. And we talked about this in the first, first episode, where he goes around. He asks people, hey, what you have for breakfast? And they let him know. They didn't have anything. They didn't have anything, but they look interesting. But if they had something, he details the conversation. It's pretty cool. You should follow it if you like breakfast. So, but you'd be surprised. What? At what? I don't know. It's like you see a person. So you see the picture of the person. And you'd be like, you know the premise. You're like, okay, they probably ate an egg or waffle. And then you scroll down. They're like, oh, it was a salmon wrapped in gold leaf. And you're like, what? And then he and then he'll yeah. ask him. He's like, oh, did you get that at diner? Did you make it at home? They'll be like, oh, you know my chef made it or you know and it, i'm like sometimes you'll get a curveball a curveball there was uh, my still my favorite one was the dude to this day it's been months the dude who was just like what you have for breakfast man flaming hots <laughs> and that was it that was that was the end of the interview that was fucking phenomenal i appreciate that and i also miss eating flaming hots i haven't had any in months but i don't know i'm trying to live better so until next time keep on spitting spread the cheeks Get it how you win.